0: hello and welcome to the rock your voice podcast vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice interviews that will inspire industry guidance and so much more without further ado let's get on with the show Today on the Rock Your Voice podcast, I'm really excited to welcome my friend and accomplished musician, singer, performer, songwriter, storyteller, all the things, Annika. We're going to be talking all about her new twingle, as well as music, marriage, motherhood, and I dare say much, much more. So last time we talked, and it's funny because I think it was February of last year. Yeah, it was right before COVID, I believe. yeah. So then you were talking about going into doing a lot of sync licensing stuff. And Yep. Yep. So you took your break. You did your, did, did you, did you end up doing anything with that? Did you get any successes? Yeah, so I'm, with- um, I'm now
1: signed with an organization in LA. It's based out of LA called Song Trader. And they basically have two platforms. One platform is where anyone can submit music. And then they also have an artist, an artist management team that basically pairs different pitches with, your song catalog. So I haven't made any, you know, major sync happen deals happen yet. But the good thing about sync is that your catalog is just living there. So it's not really dependent on you performing or getting it into the right hands of the right people. It just is kind of one of those things that you have to sit and wait for it. And the good thing is if someone else, is managing it for you, then right. my job just becomes creating more music and um, I kind of ended up doing more of the artist thing than I thought I would do in terms of promoting my own music, releasing a full album. Cause as much as I love sync and the opportunities it gives you to do different things, Mm -hmm. I kind of realized there was a body of work an album that I wanted to create as Annika. So So that's kind of what I ended up spending more time doing. And maybe COVID is to thank for that. I spend a lot more time writing than I think I had originally anticipated so yeah here we are today oh. now promoting two songs but then also with 14 songs in total yes
0: mm-hmm. okay. yes yeah. your, your twingle i love the that twingle. that's right i love that that i'm hoping that the the use of that word will catch on I think it will it's a catchy name I'm super happy that you have gone back to being more creative as opposed to just sort of behind the scenes doing your sync stuff because yes, you're too you. good to to <laughs> just you know sit back and do that so I'm really really happy I that. really happy that, that I saw that your creative side is coming out even more with with your solo stuff so let's talk about the process and i'm also going to dig into to you and spencer because i also love that this really highlights your love and and your family and and you have your whole theme on your website of like what is it music motherhood and marriage or that's right the
1: three m's you know keeps me busy for sure oh i'm so glad you enjoy
0: it let's start with with the The thought process between the twingle and leading into the album side of things because people sort of seem to think okay well well she recorded a song last week and then threw it on spotify and here we are right so yes let's (laughs) let's myth bust the living daylights out of that one (laughs) absolutely
1: um so what happened was during covid i ended up writing a ton of music and I think a lot of artists felt this way. They they felt like they had the freedom to create, but then we all, or not all, but a lot of us were waiting for COVID to be over mm-hmm. to release it. It was kind of like, well, I can't release it now when I can't perform or tour, you know? Right. And um, so I recorded all the songs in August, 14 songs. And the idea was we'll, we will release them once COVID is over. Right. But COVID has been lasting a lot longer than we initially predicted. Yep. And we got to a point where Spencer said to me, you know, I think people want to hear music, you know, just yeah. because we can't do it live, doesn't mean there's not a need for it. Yes. And also the songs that I had recorded were very much reflective of what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, a lot of them were. And um, I wanted to release it when the songs were still relevant to me in my yes. life and my journey at the time. Um, of releasing it I was six months pregnant. Um, so the album itself is kind of a more mature introspective. Look at right. my music instead of the typical pop country, um, stuff. So basically we spent from January through may mm-hmm. prepping everything. Yes. Um, and the idea for the twinkle came from trying to come up with a way to release music, not all at once, like. I'm someone that I understand in today's musical genre, musical industry, you can't really release 14 songs and expect people to actually listen to all 14 of them, right? You know, which is too bad. I'm an album listener at heart. Um, But I would always get so annoyed when an artist would release a new song and then you'd you'd, you'd discover a new artist and you go to their page and they have one song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I said, I want to release more than one, but I also understand that I can't release 14 at once. So what we decided to do was to release, an A side and a B side. And so for the next year, every few months, I'm releasing a single with a B side. Amazing. So um the plan is for the next twingle to come out in July. So that people awesome. don't have to wait seven months for the next two songs. Um, so that it will take about a year to release everything. Yeah. But yeah. that it will kind of be, it's more the way they do it, kind of in the pop world, actually. Yes. Um and so the idea was let's release the songs on a regular basis so that you're not waiting months and months and months and months, but also that it's not overload. So that's where the idea for the Twingle came from. And it's very cool to see that, you know, on Spotify, they're getting about the same number of streams, which was really interesting because usually you have a focus track that you spend all your time promoting and then the others don't really do anything. Mm -hmm. It's been fun to see people go because of the focus track and then say, oh, there's another song here. Yeah. I'm going to get that one too.
0: Love it. So that's
1: where we're at with the first twingle, And it's so funny. We're already working on all the prep stuff for the next
0: next yeah. twingle coming out in the summer. People don't appreciate how much time and effort. And the thing that I really, really loved, I was just creeping around on your website. It's just so clear and clean with, with your team that you have. Yes. It takes a lot of people to even yes. do the sort of DIY music approach. Absolutely.
1: I was going to say, like, people kind of think that if you're an independent artist, you're doing all this by yourself. And I just wouldn't be able to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at this point, what's really cool about being an independent artist is you get to choose who is on your team. Yes. And obviously, you want to work with people that believe in you, your project, and understand that you're not a massive label act. And so, yeah, I'm very fortunate that I have, you know, a project manager, publicist, radio tracker. Because I mean, yeah. there are certain areas of the industry that I have little to no experience Mm -hmm. in or just don't have the network that these professionals have so there's a reason you work with these people and um yeah even though i'm technically independent it it does take a lot of people to do a proper professional release yes
0: you know on the same level as a label release Mm -hmm. and to give you the time to be an artist Yes, because absolutely. Imagine Very if you true. were having to do all of that, your creativity would be on the shelf for the longest yes, time.
1: That's right. You would have to kind of go into promo mode for an entire year. And yeah. I don't know if that's the best mindset to be in. I like doing a little bit of everything. I
0: love so. it. I love it. Yeah. So this is kind of a perfect segue to um to having a producer on hand. <laughs> yes. I know. If Spencer was here, he'd say, Well, you're also at an advantage because
1: you're married to your producer. So <laughs> not gonna lie, that is more than just a perk that is i would say is i couldn't do it without him um and spencer has been my producer since leaving thomas days i mean i've known spencer since i was 22 and then i was going to ask how you guys met was it through the music yeah he's been my producer since i was um actually i was was 21 when i made my first album acoustic record and um, I had known him in a professional sense for seven years because mm-hmm. um, he did all the Leaving Thomas stuff. Right. He was kind of a big believer in my voice from when I was younger. And um, he he did the Leaving Thomas stuff and throughout all of this, I was working on cruise ships. I was, yeah. you know, he was producing records and we, we actually weren't even really good friends. We just had this professional relationship and he's the only producer I've ever had. And then, when I was 27 my boyfriend dumped me um Spencer was single and was basically you know we were bonding over the fact that nobody loved us and (laughs) we said we should write music together and so he started hanging out with some of the musician friends that I was friends with and we started writing. And I remember he was on Tinder at the time Okay. and I was trying to, he had not dated in years and years and years. Years. And I was trying to kind of coach him on how to date. I love this. (laughs) And then eventually I thought to myself, I I kind of feel like I want to date him. Like maybe he should. So I basically completely was, you know, I'm into you. I was totally open with him. I said I'm interested in you, and he was very gun shy. I mean, it is weird when you're like, you're a client of mine. Yes. Who knows? But I just, I just knew. This sounds crazy, but yes. I just knew he was my forever person. That I wasn't worried about things ending and it being weird. Anyway, so we we started hanging out in May of 2017, and then we got sorry. Maybe I'll get. I'm getting the. We've been married for three years, so I can't remember <laughs> it. But we basically got married. A year after we like Love went on our first date, so Love it was very it. quick. Once we knew yes. we wanted to be together, and then the bonus is that I have this amazing producer who's also <laughs> my teammate in life, and he's also a co-writer on three quarters of the song on the nice. albums. I mean, we really do just do everything together, Beautiful. and so I think he understands me in a way that producers try to understand their the artists they're working with, but obviously mm-hmm. he knows me on a completely different level, and yes. then. Being a co-writer on the songs, he's invested in in that part of the work as well. So I'm very fortunate that I can, you know, come home on a Thursday night and say, I'm feeling inspired. Let's record something now. And, you know, sometimes it turns into the actual record, the track that we ended up using on the record. So So he is amazing in his own right. Um, I always tell people, you know, yeah, my husband's my producer. And then I always think I should start, instead of saying that, I should say, my juno award-winning producer <laughs> husband is the one that worked on this but
0: there, anyway, there you go pretty fun yeah, yeah. He, the juno thing when when once they're your husband it's just like what yeah, are you gonna do sit there like, yeah, eating your eggs my with my producer <laughs> eating your eggs in the morning holding your juno award <laughs> exactly i
1: know so anyway it's pretty funny sometimes i forget that he's uh he's a
0: uh, um a sought after producer, yeah, yeah. He's always been my only producer, so I don't really know any different. So, oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. And so, so that is is kind of the foundation for your single of the twingle right the whole love yes i really don't want
1: to absolutely that was um i don't know if you've seen the music video for it yet. i
0: love it's so cute it is so cute and where was it filmed please don't say that's your cabin because i'm going to be so jealous it's not my cabin it's my friend's
1: cabin okay um who was also in the video Aaron? he's a co-writer and another great artist but he has this cabin out in Bragg Creek and that's where we do a lot of our writing. Amazing. And that's kind of where Spencer and I fell in love because we would go out there and we would write music and uh, the song I really don't want to was actually written out at that cabin. And so when we were trying to come up with the video and how to shoot it during COVID, Mm it was just kind of like, well, Spencer, you should be the leading man because I can't touch anyone else. I'm not allowed to be within six feet (laughs) of someone else. Um, And so we shot it out in in Bragg Creek. And it really is just kind of the story of how we fell in love, which was through music and through writing, um, while our friends and co-writers witnessed
0: it all happening.
1: Oh, so Oh my goodness, kind of fun.
0: I love it. No, it's such a sweet video. And like, you oh, can, just, I, for me, like the part where you're just like dancing in the room at one point, I'm just like, yes. that feeling is so true. It's like Oh, I'm so remember. glad that was, that was just how it happened. It really yeah. was like that. So yeah. So co-writing with your
1: husband, how is that? Co-writing with Spencer is awesome. Um, I kind of, it's interesting with co-writing. I did a lot of co-writing in Nashville yeah. Um, where they're kind of used to doing, you know, in and out two to four right. hours, which is fair. I'm someone who I cannot write for more than four hours. I'm. Yeah. Some people can sit there for eight hours working on something. I can't. Um, but what this album really allowed me to do was kind of find my people in right. terms of, the writing team where you feel completely comfortable. You can say things without worrying what people are gonna think, because this guy's really talented. You know, this guy has all these cuts and what if he thinks I'm a loser? I basically write with my husband, Spencer, my fellow artist from Calgary, his name's Aaron Pollock. He's amazing yes. and he is a great writer. Yes. And then Chris Yurchuk is a national-based writer. And COVID kind of allowed us to normalize Zoom as yep. a way to write so the four of us write together we were doing almost like every other week and the four of us just found that that sweet spot of who brings what to the table so Perfect. uh spencer's great to write with because he can't sing to save his life i love him to <laughs> bit. he's never going to be a melody guy um i kind of that's one of my strengths is melodies chris is a great lyrics guy um aaron's also kind of great all around but specifically his guitar skills his guitar riffs um, that he brings to the table and then spencer Partly as a producer, because sometimes we write using a beat or something that he's Mm -hmm. made, like a track. He's also a fantastic editor right? in terms of figuring out when someone says something, oh, that's really good. Let's follow that. So even though he can't be the one singing it, he's he's kind of a jack of all trades too. But I think the real power in writing comes when you, or like to be successful in writing, it's finding, you don't need 30 people to write with. At least that's my my experience has shown me you find mm-hmm. four to 10 people that you just love writing with yes. and feel comfortable with. And that's the secret. Yes. So at least that's for me, what allowed me to create a body of work that I feel really authentically represents who I am.
0: I right love now. it. I, I, yeah, you're right. Having that magical ingredient where everyone kind of knows their place sounds a bit harsh, yes. but knows no, what but they're they bringing what to, the they table. Bring to the table. And, and they capitalize on that yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. So you're going to be a mommy. This is yes. uh, yeah. so exciting. So so what? <laughs> and we we've, we've talked, you know, you've got these releases coming out, you've got all of yep. these plans for all of these big things and things are going to be opening up as well for shows and gigs and all that kind of stuff. Are you going to be a mum Hey, I like that word. I should use
1: that. Yes. Um <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that was one of my uh, biggest hurdles getting over it, not necessarily becoming a mom while being a musician during a pandemic, but specifically <laughs> letting people know and seeing what the, how they reacted was something I was really scared of. Right. And it's been amazing, the people that I've told, specifically a lot of men in the industry that have been wonderfully supportive uh, about it, which has been great. So I think um, we when we found out we were pregnant, We had been trying for quite a while and realized very quickly, oh, we don't have the luxury of choosing the best time.
0: Right, right. The worst
1: time for a musician to give birth is probably the summer, right? Because normally that's when you're doing all these shows, you're doing festivals, you're traveling. So it's actually amazing that that this is all happening during COVID because Mm -hmm. I didn't have any shows booked for this summer. Um, I actually have a few in August booked that I'm still planning on doing. With um, extra support because they're like in BC, So it's, you know, I have my sister coming with me. Spencer will be there so anyway. Because he's the musical director of the band. But I think it's very rare to see women in country music who are at my level mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of career because I'm not, you know, I'm not Marin Morris or right. Carrie Underwood having a baby, right? Yeah. They have Teens. many things in place <laughs> and they have built this career already that it's not going to go away yes um whereas i'm kind of starting out in a way that that makes it challenging to motivate yourself to really work at it yeah so part of my strategy has been with social media is preparing everything in advance so that yes yes, i have a single coming out in july i have a baby coming in july (laughs) and hopefully everything will be happening at once because i've already done all the work to prepare for it so that's like the great thing about social media is you really can control prepping things in advance instead of it it being this constant thing but then i'm also in a very unique situation in that my husband works from home i'm at home i live a block away from my dad who you know wants to be a full-time grandpa basically i have three sisters who don't have children yet and love being an aunt and they all live within a block of me. So I feel like that it takes a village saying I haven't even had the baby yet and I'm already relying on them. (laughs) Um, So that's how I think I'll be able to do it, Mm -hmm. but I'm also not delusional and think, well, nothing will change. I'll just keep doing everything I'm doing now. Plus have a baby. Um, But Spencer and I have talked a lot about how, like my mom had her own career and it was really inspiring to me and she right. was a great mom of five yes. kids, but she also had other things that brought her joy. And so being really intentional about keeping that as part of our life, even if it's mm-hmm. not, doesn't look exactly the same yeah, yeah. is... I think not only important to me, but will be in the long run, really beneficial to our
0: family. So. Oh, I love it. I'm so happy know. for you. I'm so, so happy for you. And you're Thank so, you. so driven that I have absolutely no doubt that whatever you decide, whether whether you have to actually motivate yourself to take a break. <laughs> right, yeah, there you go. That <laughs> look might at be it, it that way. Yeah. Be like, okay, I'm really driven. I'm going to drive myself to the couch right now <laughs> yeah. and actually have a break. So yeah, like taking some time and, and yes. figuring it yes. out but super happy for you and just just Thank you. love how much you have embraced the motherhood side of things as opposed to kind of ignoring it protect, oh no it. this yeah. isn't happening because let's yeah. face it you're a stunner too like you're you're oh. one of those moms that's like okay like I'm looking at you at zoom and I wouldn't even think know, but you until you stood up
1: below my buttons on this shirt are literally like about to come off Because they're spread so thin. You're one of those
0: moms. (laughs) So it's like, oh my gosh, you, you, I'm like, say, with social media, you can totally manage what's coming out. You can share what you want to share. So I I give you so much credit for the fact that you're totally owning this whole music and motherhood and marriage. Like, yes. Thank you. Because I I did consider that thinking, you know, I I was off social media for about a year just because I needed
1: a break and Mm -hmm. I needed a, like, to be present in my own life. And it's something I'm actually very passionate about and try to be aware of. I don't like being on social media, but I realize that I have to be. And so when it came to what do I want to share? Yeah. The journey to motherhood includes some not so pretty moments sometimes, but I find if you just laugh at them and if you have someone that's laughing with you, it always makes it more enjoyable. So I'm glad you're enjoying the motherhood content because, uh, it's been a learning curve for me for sure
0: totally and it, i think it was just today was i just saw it today on your website you and spencer your your maternity yes <laughs> yes i just put out today
1: that was one of those he sees me do this seeing he sees me do this prenatal workout yeah you know multiple times a week and It doesn't look like much, but, um, he's such a good sport. You know, he loves doing all that with me. He walks with me. He goes to all my appointments with me, even though he can't go into the room because Mm -hmm. of COVID. So he has been a very supportive partner, and I'm I'm very lucky that he's willing to do those kind of silly things with me.
0: That's so good. I love hearing hearing your updates and seeing. Like I said, I was super happy to see you popping back up on social media and and having to, things to share. So I was really really pleased to see that you're you're doing this, and I I'm thank really you. enjoying the music, and I can't wait to hear the rest of it. And thank you. And I'm glad. That you didn't want to, and that you and Spencer did end up. It all worked out, right? Oh. My stubbornness came in handy. Perfect. You know <laughs> what it always does. We, we always get yeah. in trouble, us stubborn girls, for, for know, stomping our it, feet and digging in. But yes, absolutely. But it works out in the end. I love it. I love it. So, Annika, where can people find you? What can people do to support you?
1: So the best thing to do is to find me on Instagram. I'm at Annika Leave, which is spelled A-N-N-I-K-A-L-I-V. Music, and um, you can find me on all the platforms if you just look up Annika A N N I K A, and then of course Facebook as well. Just any of the social media, I'm I'm all over it. So that's where they can find me, and that's where they can stay tuned for updates. And then of course my website is uh, AnnikaMusicOfficial.com. The best thing to do there is to sign up for my mailing list because I send out, you know, maybe two emails a month with all the upcoming stuff and behind-the-scenes stuff. And if if they want to know what's going on, that's a great place to find me as well.
0: I love that. And do you have a tentative release date for the next single?
1: We know it's going to be sometime in the summer. I'm thinking July. I'm kind of secretly hoping it'll happen before the baby Mm -hmm. comes. Um, But we, as, as you are, I'm sure, becoming aware with everything that has to happen leading up to a single, Uh, we have to talk to some distributors to make sure that we can get it on the date that we want it. So we'll see when it comes out. But look out in July, that's that's our goal. So we'll see, see what happens there.
0: I love it, Annika. Thank you so much for catching up with me Thank again. Thank you. It was so great talking to you. I'm so happy for you. And I wish you all the very best. And you make sure to get some rest when you have I will. <laughs> I'm probably going to go have a nap now, if I'm being okay, honest. It's my fantastic. cool basement.
1: Just enjoy the, the nice weather from the window, but nice and cool down in the basement.
0: Thank you again to Annika for joining me for this conversation. I will put all of the links in the show notes so that you can follow everything that she's up to and stay tuned for lots more from her this summer. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share, and subscribe, and I truly appreciate you spreading the word about the podcast. You can email me if you have any questions about any of the topics on the podcast. It's Emma at rocketvocalstudios.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-T vocalstudios.com. And you can follow me on social media too at Rocket Vocal Studios. Thanks again for listening, and I'll be back with much more for you very, very soon.